Welcome back to Never Settle. Today I have Lisa Lundy from Complex Creatures. We're talking everything boobies. Yes, that's right. Boobs, breasts, and above all, they care for them because it's a very under-discussed subject. Lisa, tell me, where did all of this come from? What drove this, this revolution? And uh, tell me a bit about Complex Creatures. Um, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Um, I hope it's a revolution. I hope we're starting a revolution. Um, my co-founder is also my sister. Uh, you'll probably have to have another episode with her because she's amazing and traveling today. Uh, and she had breast cancer um, at the end of 2016. She was only 37. Um, we had no family history. Oh, and we then learn, realize quickly that not many people have family history. It's only, it's like under 15% uh, for breast cancer. And as she got on the other side of cancer and I was then high risk and being monitored all the time. And, you know, other than really mammograms, you're kind of just left to, I don't know, just good luck and see you in a year. And we thought, what else can we do? There's got to be something. And um, we really started just ex researching and exploring and trying to think about how do we take care of this part of our bodies that we've never really thought about and are very complex and are actually organs. It kind of never hit me that a breast is an organ, right? Um, and that has a very intricate, unique anatomy. And uh, we got into it. So yeah, that was sort of what, what got us started. That kind of ties into the branding behind it then, the complexity, hence the name complex creatures. But also, you know, and I was doing some snooping around politely on your website and you have some great information there as well as to what makes up, because this is something most people don't know. They think of a, a breast and they think it has, you know, three parts to it, perhaps, you know, there's an underlying muscle, then there's like the, the fatty part, and then mm -hmm. there's the nipple. But there are so many different working parts into the organ, as you said, what are, what are some of those? Well, actually, if you do go to our website, we love our little interactive anatomy on there, which sort of helps you understand what's going on. It's, you've got fatty tissue, you have lymph, you have lobules, you have, um, what am I, I'm like blanking, the lobules and the ducts. I knew there was another word there. Um, by the way, I'm not a doctor, so just clarify for <laughs> anyone. Um, and, but I am, I do kind of geek out on anything about boobs, but just to clarify, I'm not a medical professional. Um, we do have a medical advisor though. And, you know, one of the interesting things about, about the breast is that it's, it's always changing. The cells are changing all the time. It's one of the only, you know, very few organs that other organs develop after birth, but the breast actually is built after birth, you know, as we go into, you know, as for females go through puberty, it really builds itself from nothing. And then every time you have your period every month, you know, it, it sort of builds up a little bit, comes back down again, you know, kind of this ongoing um, uh, evolution of the cells, changing of the cells. And the more cells change, the more they're susceptible, right, to, you know, something happening with them and then going off and doing their own thing. 
um, which is when you get cancer. So, um, and then of course the, the lymph, you've got all the um, lymph nodes and lymphatic fluid that runs really right up those channels, um, up into the armpit, up into the neck. You always hear, you know, when someone gets a diagnosis and they either say it spread to the lymph nodes or someone asks and I, we knew that was a, a you know, an associated um, aspect, not really ever connecting the dots about why. And, and now I love that, you know, lymphatic health has become, you know, people are really talking about it a lot. We're obsessed with Lisa Levitt, Gainsley. She wrote the book of lymph. Do you know that book? I do. Um, I'm a, I'm a lymphoma survivor. So for me, it's like, it makes oh, well, sense yeah. to tie <laughs> right. in for the two of them. Absolutely. Right. That was one of the things when I was going through for after they said, you know, I'm at higher risk for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you said before, they're like, just do your scans annually. Good luck and don't smoke. And I was like, okay, I don't smoke ever, but that's all you got for me. Like <laughs> gotta be something else. Right. Yes. yes so, yes. and yeah. So there's the, there is this, this piece, the genesis was around, um, you know, as it relates to breast cancer, but then as we really started thinking about it and just how little we knew about breasts, our own breasts and, and disconnected, we were thinking about it more as a category and really from puberty to PMS through pregnancy, perimenopause, menopause, you know, all the different things that could happen to, to a breast, um, and elective surgery, different things like that. Um, we really thought there should be, you know, one place dedicated to that one company with all the information and, and products for the unique needs of the breast. So, so, and thank you for touching on that because just yeah. to specify complex creatures has not just products, but you also have a wealth of information resources, maybe break that down. Cause then it'll tie into the next part that we're going to go into. Sure. Um, well, we're really new, so we're just a little team right now of two, and we launched at the end of February. We have two products right now. They're both topical. Um, one is the bomb, which is really designed for someone going through treatment, really protects the skin during radiation and heals scars, and um, it's really just a, a nourishing formula. And the oil is more for everyday use. Um, getting more comfortable with self-check and self-massage. And then we have um, a third product coming later this year that's um, an ingestible tincture, herbal tincture that helps support um, hormone balance to alleviate sore breasts. So we're really excited about that one. Um, so we have we will have more products um, as, as we roll out over time. And we try to share as much information as we can on our website and on social. And we'll be looking to really um, amp that up once we have more resources. Um, so we just, we felt like there was nothing great out there. We were just looking all over the place and, and kind of cobbling together information. So we're really working to build a team of doctors and herbalists and experts and, you know, bring, bring it all to one place where you can kind of come and, um, have these conversations and even share information about, um, you know, so it's around the breast, but also thinking about all the other things that we can do, right? Which are all the environmental inputs, like what you put on your body and what you eat. And, you know, Tara has become a 
my sister, you know, such a biohacker and you can have that whole conversation. And, you know, she's really into, into fasting and, and understands that way, way more than I do. Um, and so we think there actually is a lot you can do. We want to be that, that, um, kind of not not thorn. I don't want to say buzz in your ear about like the things you can do. Right. Um, well, so. it's empowering because oftentimes it's empowering. it's right. instead of just letting it be to say, let me see and guess what this year is going to bring for a scan. It's, it's, that's like a chop shop. It's empowering to say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Right. Here's, here's what I can, you know, it's the same thing that I say, I could wake up every morning and think, and I'm sure your sister can attest to the same. We can wake up every morning and say, well, what if we get cancer again? What if, what, what? That's right. just going to amplify, it's going to attract it more, first of all, but instead the empowering path, mm-hmm. which is exactly along the lines of never settle and everything that I stand for is what can we do in this moment? So being okay. able to, you know, you bring up a great point and I hadn't thought of it that way is that the breast is continuously renewing and regenerating at a really ha- a fast rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried your, the, the bomb before, and I actually have used it on scars that I have on my face and it, it helped. I've used it for a week or two and I noticed a difference. So I, even though it is for just, you know, specifically sold as the uses for what's in there, it healed up the scars on my face. And I look forward to trying the oil as well. Yeah. We have, it's, I don't know if it's on its way. I think it's on its way, but I know it's going to you. Um, the, the bomb, we've been hearing that from so many women. Um, this formula was really intended initially, um, was inspired by something that Tara used, um, made by a local person who made small batch, um, this little small batch bomb and it protected her skin so much during radiation but then the lab that we work with, they're so great. Um, she's a really awesome chemist and just put all these amazing scar healing ingredients in there. And we're hearing, you know, of course, women going, you know, either lumpectomy or mastectomy or um, flat closure, someone just, you know, using it on her deep um, reconstructive surgery. So there's so many uses, but having people use it on their face. And um, my son got a cut on his cheek last year. And when we were testing the the formula I was using it and it, and it healed up nicely. Um, so yeah, it's a good little off-label item. I know I went to, a um, in a, this investor, um, event the other day and this woman who has it said, she goes, Oh, I've been using it on my lips. It's a great lip. Balm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, so, <laughs> that works too. Yeah. Um, so leading into that, because now we're talking product and we're talking yeah. business a portion of it. What have been some of the biggest challenges for you as a co-founder? Um, generally, or just, um, I mean, I think one of the, one of the hurdles that we knew we would, you know, apart from all the usual fundraising and, and all that bit, which is, um, well, maybe not for everybody, but as a female founder starting a totally new category, really, um, it's been, it's, been a bit of a challenge. I think the thing that we knew would be a challenge was the education piece, right? We have this, we're asking, we're talking about something that we all know we have. We don't really know when we're like, oh, I have to take care of them. You know, I get that all the time. I'm at a party. Oh, what do you do? What are you working on? Oh, what, what am I supposed to do? And, 
and sometimes people get it right away and they're so excited and they're into it. And then other times that, you know, kind of glaze over a little bit and go, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so we know that, you know, we knew that that was something we would have to, um, not have to really, that we, that we want to do. We want to let women know we were, you know, we were so shocked. It's, you know, everyone thinks about cancer. Um, and of course that's, it's an epidemic. Um, but there's other things that we don't like, even, you know, sore, you know, 60% of women experience breast soreness every month during their period. That's, that's more, you know, that's a lot of women. And I think the traditional, um, approach more like the Western medicine, just like, yeah, it's common. It's like being, goes with being a woman. And, you know, what's so exciting is there's so many companies, you know, run by women that are solving issues that women experience, you know, menopause and periods and sexual wellness. And, you know, there's so many cool innovations and um, women doing amazing things to make our lives better and also to fund research. So we understand, you know, it's like some of this stuff, I think that's the other thing is like, it's just not studied, right? We don't know you go, you know, you leave the doctor. It's like, oh, well, yeah, of course, like exercise can't hurt, you know, sure. Food can't hurt, but like there are other schools of thought that say those things can really have a tremendous impact. So absolutely, I don't, I don't mean to say food will cure cancer, but do you know what I'm saying? It's like there, there it's the full picture, right? Um, it's a total well, to, total umbrella of well-being that is yeah. often glazed over from a high level because you know, calling spade of spades, there's not a lot of funding behind it. Like they can't be money made off of eating dandelion greens, but guess That's what? Right. It can clean your body out like a beast. So in same it's as your share. Exactly. Oh, really? One, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, um, cause I started, I was, I was, how do I not get cancer? Right. I had a scary, you know, biopsy of some calcifications and, you know, okay, well, what do I do? And they, they said, we'll just, we'll just keep screening you. And I thought I got to do, I can't just sit and wait here. I'm going to do what I can. And that, so that was one of the things, and it's hard to get a, a eat a bunch of dandelion every single day on the, <laughs> on the Northeast in the winter. They're bitter for sure. Um, bitter. I'll usually do tea or I, I bought some the other day and I'll, I'll cook them down. Uh, mm -hmm. And what I'm going to make tonight, but absolutely the tincture, I'm sure. Oh, that's, that's I, ironic or not that uh, we yeah. both brought that up. <laughs> you but know, that's the kind of thing where I, right. Don't you feel like some more traditional thinking would, you know, not necessarily take that seriously, but I think for people in the space thinking about, you know, plant medicine and uh, just, it, it's not what Tara always says. It's not isn't folk medicine, not folklore, right? There are these, these things that are, are passed down that we've really gotten so far from nature and, and forget about. And there's, I don't know, we're, we're super into it. Well, it's a reverse what was because, you know, how many years ago there wasn't a chemotherapy, there wasn't a radiation. Mm -hmm. which I'm thankful for both of those. They both played a, a role and they probably helped save my life. But at the same time, when I'm proposing, what if I had green tea and my PD oncologist says, well, I don't recommend it, but as long as it doesn't affect your chemotherapy treatment, mm -hmm. it also makes me question like, 
really? And even at 19, when they said that to me, I thought mm-hmm. that's really odd. No mom, like that's really odd. Yeah. I wish that there was a better synergy. So we're almost turning mm-hmm. back to what was yep. because of the, you know, this leads into my next question as well, because of the regulation, quote unquote, from the government of what FDA approval will allow because of, again, just saying it as it is, what they can make money off of. So when you're launching a brand such as Complex Creatures, have you faced any issues with FDA or government or regulation approval? We have not because interestingly, FDA does not regulate supplements. The labs need to be compliant with what you're making. And we we're actually formulating and they don't really, there's hardly any chemicals banned in what we can put on our bodies, right? In our cosmetics and, and personal care ingredients. Um, but we formulate to EU standards where they have thousands of ingredients that are, that are not allowed. So, so we were talking to a radiologist who ultimately, you know, really likes this bomb and radiologists have been, you know, so pleased with people, how people's skin, you know, is, is holding up during treatment. Um, but, but the first thing, when we first talked about it, he said, well, is it, you know, is it FDA approved? And we said, well, what do you usually use? And he said, aquaphor. And we said, well, aquaphor is not FDA approved. And he said, it's not. And just, just because we sell things by, you know, in tubs on Amazon, by the masses that, you know, are everywhere, it doesn't necessarily, it's like, yeah, there's petroleum in there, you know? So, um, it's, it's kind of interesting just breaking down. I think those are some hurdles too, right? Of just, well, because it's never been, well, we've never taken care of our breasts. So why do we have to take care of them? And we've never, you know, it's like, well, to me, it seems maybe we should because the incidence of cancer for all our treatments, right? And detection and all that, the incidence is just on the rise. So I don't know. I think there's something that doesn't quite just logically make sense there. There's a, there's a big educational component for sure, as you already brought up, but even for the, not just the how to use, but the why and why all of a sudden, and, you know, you're really digging a, a wedge into a market that has really targeted from a more um, aesthetic perspective. Yes. To say, to say the least, you know that breasts look good, that breasts are, you know, perky in a a bra and that's Mm self-care. But what you're proposing is more on the, the, the real depth and wellness level. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it was interesting because I talked to someone the other day and it was, she was asking about it and I was explaining, she says, Oh, so for skincare for the decolletage, and I said, I said, well, it will make your skin look better, <laughs> um, but that's not really, it's just sort of a, an, a little bonus, but we're really thinking about more of um, even just at the, if it does nothing else, you, that you know your body, that you're familiar with your breasts, that you're comfortable touching them, that you know what they feel like all throughout the month. Um, and so if there is something going on that you're aware I also think there's something about um, this, you know, we talked a lot about reclamation early on. Breasts are so for other, right? For 
for a partner for to feed a baby for public consumption for advertising you know all these other things and and the first name of the company we originally were calling it mine and for a few reasons but an seo reason i think usually when something doesn't work out i feel like something better comes along um but really we were so rooted in this like we wanted to to reclaim this this body part and this power and um and our health and i'll just share this one you know that I think where the sort of the intersection of the political and the cultural sort of intersects with our health, um, there was this study done and 71% of women in this study, it was like, I want to say they, they, I think it was like 18,000 women. It was a global study. 71% did not like their breasts. And the large majority of that 71% then said they don't really take care of them they're less likely to do self-check, to do anything to really care for them. They kind of just ignore them. So the, the health implications of that are, are astounding um, and really heartbreaking to me. So this has also been a cool thing because I've been, my friend, when I worked at J. Crew, my friends that were calling me Norma Ray. And so it's been this really um, exciting place to have a, a platform um, and to tackle some of these issues and, and to really think about how they relate to our health um, and that it's not just about, you know, how they look and, and a certain way. And even like looking at seeing normal breasts and in all their way, you know, all the ways and, and even mastectomy and um, reconstruction. And so many women are choosing, are opting to not do that and to do flat closure and to really, you know, there's so, I mean, the it's like, there's just so there, there we could just unpack this for forever in my opinion, because you could go on and on um, or I could go on um, anyway. I appreciate that you're bringing all of that up. We will, um... I am going to bring this to a close because we are tapping on some time, but I will have okay. all of those links below. I would love to have your sister on as well. And yes. we'll, we'll conclude and put everything um, into the description so that those listening can check out your website, see the resources that you're sharing, the information. And I know that you're also going to be onboarding additional educational resources, which are so crucial. Um, you have a very cheeky homepage video that also <laughs> is very informative, you know? And I think when you tap into a serious subject, there's also a dose of humor can go a long way. So I appreciate that too. <laughs> Thanks, I'm glad it comes through. Yeah, we wanted to make it accessible and take, you know, we heard, we did a huge survey and so many women are, are kind of afraid of what they might find or they're just afraid of the process and we wanted to, help start to normalize it and make it less scary it's a it's a learn how to massage your own breast and do a check with um, their oil so we'll we'll have that link below as well <laughs> lisa thank you so much thank you so much sarah i really appreciate it it was great chatting with you you too you are 20 times better than a push-up i'll tell you that much oh. <laughs> <laughs> love that